All right. Tyson Godden, mate, my friend, thank you so much for coming in. It's been awesome over the last couple of weeks with Bloke Basket. Um, we're trying so hard to spread the message around men's mental health and having people like yourself on the pot, Blokes and Banda podcast helps us reach lots of other men around Australia so they can relate and, uh, and listen in. So thanks so much for coming in. No worries, mate. Thanks uh, for letting me be a part of it. Um, yeah, I've supported Bloke Basket and yeah, the Blokes and Banner podcast from the start. Um, it's a really good thing what you're doing here. I think uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of men or a lot of people might yeah you know, might be unfamiliar territory to talk about things like this. But um, yeah, it's one of the strongest things you can do as a as a man, I reckon, rather than bottling things up. So one hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's little starting points like these conversations. You know, like hopefully they they help either someone who's struggling or going through a similar process or who doesn't know how to or doesn't know how to talk to their mates about it and yeah, yeah. make sure that everyone's yeah on the mend and making sure that everyone's all you know is good yeah 100% mate um just to start for our listeners where are you from and uh yeah what do you do with yourself so i'm from uh forestville like the southern zone of the northern beaches in sydney um last couple of years i've been floating around just doing like uh yeah subcontracting out doing like um a handyman kind of stuff odd jobs yeah. skilled laboring uh, true but- bloke stuff <laughs> <laughs> sure um but then uh recently i've um acquired a full-time position at uh, a new place close to my work and we um build and assemble uh, big different valve systems for all sorts of uh border and oil mining rigs for international australian everywhere massive yeah. heavy duty construction it's very uh it's really interesting but yeah really enjoying it that's hmm. awesome that's awesome Look, um, obviously, uh, mental health, you know, is something that we cover quite a lot at Bloke Basket. It's it's basically what we do. Um, but you know, blokes, as far as blokes and banner goes, you know, we like to talk about a lot of different things just for our listeners. So you hear some mental health, you hear some other stuff. Just yeah, uh, basically, yeah. What got you interested in mental health? Uh, what got me interested? I became more interested in just the whole concept itself, but also just my own well-being and and you know just men's well-being. After um, a couple of years ago, I um, yeah just had an experience that shook me to the core. Yeah, one of my mates took his own life, and uh, I can relate to you there. <laughs> it was, yeah, well, yeah, it was it was abso- it was absolutely horrible. Uh, yeah. My my brother and his fiance were up at my mate and his partner's house on the over the weekend mm-hmm. they had a really good time you know good to see you know glad you yeah, glad you came everything else and i got a call on monday uh from my brother he, he was you know couldn't make a word out and i said no what's what's actually you know what's going on yeah he's, mm-hmm. like he's gone mate you know he's he's killed himself you know and then yeah it, yeah i just i don't know almost just fell to the floor i just didn't know what to do uh it just, yeah, it's one of those feelings that it just, you never want to welcome back, even though it has come back a couple of times, unfortunately. Yep. But um, yeah, then I got a call from my parents like five minutes after saying, you know, your brother just told us what happened. We're on the way to pick you up. We're all going to go to his house. And we, yeah, we we mourned and grieved and, you know, we were upset. And, but uh, mm. probably about an hour after, we we're just talking about the characteristics of our mate and, you know, all the fun times and everything else and trying to, Oh, trying to make it a bit easier, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It's, yeah, it's uh, never easy. That's no. for sure. And it's one of those things where it's a process of uh, different steps that um, 
you encounter, but you don't know if they're right or wrong or not, you know? So when it happened, I was kind of, there's always, there's always anger, like unintentional anger because you mm. don't know the reason or, you know, or you want to ask questions that can't be answered because right. the event's already taken place. Right. And then there's the, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. Yeah. And so you feel, you almost feel somewhat responsible, but you kind of think, well, it's just things that you think are going through your head at that time because, um, yeah, they're just the thoughts that are going through your head and when you're, when you're overwhelmed with that much emotion. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, having yeah having one of my very close friends yeah take their life really had an impact on my life and um, I wanted to after that make sure that you know as a as a friend to you know as a mate to other mates to make sure that that they're alright and trying to look out for any signs if they're not 100%. well and try and uh, prevent it from happening because you know the main leading cause of death for males in Australia now mm. is not worksite accidents it's not car crashes it's not uh, you know it's males it's it's suicide mate like yeah. no one's living out their life, people are choosing to end their life. And mm. that to me just seems like a statistic that I can't ignore. There's such a yeah, big there's 100%. such a big there's a big mystery around it. I want to try and really find out why it's happening and really just um, you know, me and you and a lot of other people would try and just bring those numbers down. It's interesting that you referred to um the workplace and and workplace death and injury and things like that because as soon as that happens, it's all over the news, but you don't hear about the guy that, that's right. that committed suicide. And yeah. it's something that's not talked about and it's saying that it's still deemed a taboo subject from society. For a lot of yeah. Mm. Which is interesting because it's almost like um, they deserve to be acknowledged as well, right? It's like, well, you're talking about this guy who's been squashed by a forklift in the workplace because mm. that's going to get more views than some guy well, who. Or that was... terrible scaffolding accident in Macquarie last year. Right. But. I mean, sure, like it was absolutely tragic, but you know, at the same time, you didn't hear about the amount of people that took their life over COVID. You know, like during the pandemic, like yep. And shout out, shout out to Ricky C from New South Wales Health, who gave me stats recently since COVID. I think Northern Beaches alone, there's been forty plus suicides on the Northern Beaches, which a lot of people wouldn't know. No, well, that's right. In the first podcast I did with him, we said it was twenty. He didn't actually have numbers. That was ballpark figure. Uh, and now he's uh, he's come back to me and told me that it's 40 plus since the beginning of COVID, which we're talking, what, March last year? Yeah, just so, over just over 10 months. So what's that, like one a week or something? That's crazy. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. But how many times do you see a different beer get advertised on the telly or the new packet of chips being advertised on a bus stop or something, you know? Like yeah. there's... Obviously, you know, different advertising agencies and things will, can put money towards mm. things to prioritize what people can and can't see. Yeah. Same with, you know, like, uh, you know, whether, whether it's through biased Murdoch media or other different oh, yeah. or other different online forms of media or whatever. A lot of things will gain the appropriate attention for, you know, for the right the right audience they cater for. Yeah. So, not this, it might not be that a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but it might be that, oh, every time we do try and talk about it, it... It never gets there, or we try and reach for a goal to have people, you know, check things things out, or different advertisements for hotlines and numbers, but they're not as frequent as you know an ad for, you know, the next rum or like a you know cocktails no. at some club for ha- or a happy hour somewhere else, you know. So, yeah, because it's all profit driven, right? Mm. It's cre- it's not right. It's definitely not right. Mm. Mate, so obviously you had your friend. Do you know? So you, I, I'm pretty sure you're on the same page as me. You know a few people around the northern beaches that have unfortunately taken their own life over the last couple of years. Yep. Um, 
and the numbers seem to just keep going up unfortunately yeah how is that how like does that make you think does it make you appreciate life a lot more as well knowing that like even if you're having a bad time like i don't know does it make you appreciate life more because you know how easily it can end or i don't know i think it's uh every time you hear of a you know of another of another you know another person who's growing their wings or wishing to take their own life you, I, I, you do kind of step back and think well are people uh often viewing other people's lives to be perfect like i think with the rise mm. of like social media influences oh, yeah. and that sort of thing everyone looks yeah. like they have a perfect life and everyone's always up on you know like a dopamine high horse and the yeah. amount of likes they're getting for a post and things like that, but then yep. when something doesn't go their, you know, their way, is it? Oh, then it's well, it's, it's not all over, but it's you know, things. Oh, well, you know, this person, you know, didn't like this post, or it, it's, it could be there's lots mm. of different things. But lots I think, of comparison of lives. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, which we never, which people never used to have. No, that's back. right. Everyone used to talk about mm. every, whatever you know, what everyone got up to, and we used to always just kind of mm. celebrate each other's lifestyle differences, you know. But uh, yeah. But, you know, like if I was to, you know, have a beer at the, at the pub with a couple of mates and say, oh, what's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah, not much, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, fine. You know, that's all fine, you know. But, but then, you know, who knows? They could go home and, you know, like, you know, go home and face a battle that they didn't want to talk about or whatever. But, um, yeah, if, everyone's everyone's different. And I think uh, it does give us a bit of a, not a reevaluation, but think about life in a different way. But, um mm. The last yeah, look, the last twelve months haven't yeah haven't helped. Uh, you know, I've been down and out in a few different spots over the last twelve months as well. You know, it's, I feel like it does, we it all does have. Take a toll. Yeah, mm. I feel like we're on different different domains of it. Yes. Like it's yeah, not yeah. that that one's had it worse than another. It's just there's so many that uh, humans like certainty, yeah. and there's been so much uncertainty. Like you know, Erica and I was my wife and I were supposed to move to to brisbane and the borders are being shut and it wasn't that we had to wait so long it was just not knowing when it was yes. not having a yeah, date yeah, yeah. locked in that uncertainty just rattles your it rattles you same when they put these restrictions in place you know like oh uh you know masks here and then only 50 people here and oh no we'll let the footy run at you know, quarter capacity same with the cricket mm. but we won't bring our stranded aussies home but we'll fly internationals over for the match right you know it's it's it's, it's, it's real ironic <laughs> It's yeah. ironic. It's it's a backwards world, man. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, that's the thing as well. It's unfortunately the reality is, you know, like a lot of maybe big companies or premiers or people in government, you know, like not there's not too many rich, nice rich people in the world. You know, you, you don't have to cut mm. corners and trip on people's toes to, it's almost, yeah, you know, to to you know to come out on top. But um, I think a lot of decisions that have been made over the last twelve months have really affected the public drastically. You know, like. When I, I unfortunately lost another mate in December um, through right. uh, other you know, different complications, but um, right. before the Avalon cluster of COVID came, we were still able to attend the funeral at kind of you know pretty much full capacity. But um, right. if that had happened, if that funeral had happened probably two weeks after or a week after, what back to five, ten people at a funeral and ten people at weddings, but you can mm. you know, and have the sport at full capacity, like celebrating life or two families becoming one through marriage or or mourning and celebrating life through funerals or whatever oh yeah you should have that you should be allowed to have the maximum amount oh, of people wow. there but you know instead no no it's only 10 people or you know it can just be the celebrant and the two people or the 
you know, or the person, you know, saying the eulogy and the parents involved. Like, it's just... It's interesting how they make the rules, right? You can do one thing and then you can't do the well, other. it goes back to just, yeah. the Julius Caesar times. Every time they had a problem with him, he would just throw in another event, you know, whether it's wrestling or sport and distract the crowd. And they go, oh, there you go. That can keep me distracted for a bit while we, I don't know, work on something else. But um, right. I think right. a lot of... A lot of the That's yeah, a lot a lot of the general public have shown a lot of compassion and empathy, going like, look, we should be able to able to get along as a community and and keep going as a society without all these restrictions in place because everyone's just cooped up and you know like is it with their own head and their own thoughts. Or so a lot of people that are working from home, you yep. can't you can't change your environment. One works once work you're goes not over. Not the tribe. You're, 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 you're at home all day. You're, you're bringing your work with you. That's the thing. So yep. yeah. Well, you know what they say: don't shit where you eat. That I think that that it sounds, it sounds funny, but it, it has a lot more meaning to it than people think. Don't you know? You, you shouldn't shit where you eat. You shouldn't work from home. You need to get out into a different environment, That's away it. from your home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and be around like-minded people, working towards a like-minded goal. Mm. So, look, um, personal. In your personal opinion, this is totally your. Uh, opinion and perception why is it so we all go through bad times we all go through hard times what do you think makes the difference between someone who what why don't some people how come some people just can't get to that place and they have to end their life like in your opinion i think when you when you reach out to people or when you say to someone hey man i'm not a right some people, some people could see that as removing, you know, their masculinity, their ego, you know, and right. then you're exposing yourself when you're at your most vulnerable. Yeah. And for males, usually that's, it's, it seems like quite a rare occurrence, you know, other people either, someone could get the aggros or someone have a, you know, or someone have a fight or something, but for someone to go, oh, hey, look, you know, could I just pull you aside for five minutes? Look, I want to, I want to tell you what's going on here. Like things aren't going well, like. Yeah, that's that's very rare. Like you, you recommended me a show on ABC a while back, um, Man Up from Gus Warner from Fantastic, wicked show. I didn't really know what to Fantastic expect, and uh, it was it was great. ABC. Shout out to ABC. Have a look on uh, iView. I think it's, yeah. a, it's four episodes, three episodes, but yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. It was um, good. He he kind of sets out in a similar adventure to find out why you know everyone's mending their life, but a lot of other people, are, you know. Mm. He, I think there's one party goes out into the out into the country and, does, was and, awesome. and does a bit of uh, you know saddling up and thing, you know, that rounding up the so horses. Cool. And uh, there's one guy who goes, oh well, if you if you tell someone, you know, there's only eight of us here in, in amongst however many thousand acres or whatever, and instead of someone says they've got something wrong, they're just gonna, you know, they, we we assume they just bring the whole group down. Harden the fuck up, and Australia. The, and then everyone's just down and out. Yeah. So a lot of people have a different <sighs> perception on being a being a listener or how to respond to someone's problems like that as well a lot of people don't know how to respond so it can be pretty overwhelming if someone says like oh i've got this this and this going on and say you've got everything else going great for you and you think well some people think oh geez now now he's, he's just put his burden on me i'm down and out or whatever yeah so i think it all depends on how you perceive yeah. it but for some for someone to actually reach don't out, carry the torch just be there to talk just to be there to listen and, mm. and engage with the but person. i think for some people to to reach out at the first point is oh look, yeah, it'd be very difficult. You're, you're stripped of you're stripped of all your of all your strength and your you know your masculinity. Some might think, and then uh, yeah, you're 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 at a vulnerable point. And um, yeah, but you know from the times that I've talked to other people and you know other you know hotlines, just from when I've just been down and out or I've had a bad day or whatever, like just five minute mm. phone call or whatever, it, it helps. You know, it, it, it helps. And it when I lost my mate last month. Uh, 
so there's another uh, another sorry another side plug, but there's another uh, company, Trade Mutt, that yeah. work, that wear uh, create uh, loud kind of like uh, workwear and fashion wear as well. But um, right. they're on the back of their shirts. It just says, you know, this is a conversation starter. Mm. But both the two guys that ran the company had a similar kind of experience, and um, so yeah, they've been making workwear that creates a lot of attention because of how they look. And yeah, they're all great designs, but. Um, yeah, lots of people usually strike up the conversation. They go, oh, what's the conversation about? No, all the conversations to you know, try and spread awareness and reduce the impact of male suicide. So um, I think it's a, mm. it's really, it's really yeah. tricky. But um, yeah, so that, they've, got a, they've, got a, they've got a hotline as well to call, yeah, this is a conversation starter. And okay. I had a look at it on my phone and I had it there for about five minutes and I thought they've always putting their things out saying just, you know, give these guys a call. We're all these, you know, for whatever it is. So is that is that similar to Lifeline or is that uh, like is it some is it someone you call yeah, in it's, a time it, of need it's, yeah it's it's yeah it's a, yeah. it's a number you call in time of need yeah right so, right right so I ended up yeah so they have a bit of spiel you know it's like we're all mental health professionals just, you know yada 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 got put through to someone that's interesting I didn't you're speaking, know you know, you're, you're speaking with Natalie you know what's your name what's going on yeah so I just just told her what's going on and I got some really useful tips you know she's saying oh well each day, you know, and like light a candle for him and, you know, and like say five minutes of something you enjoyed, uh, spending time with him, that sort of thing before the funeral, you know, and then when the funeral comes up, you do like your last little, you know, last little say, last little piece. And, and I wouldn't have thought of that if I hadn't, if I hadn't called, you know, and mm. uh, on that last day when I, you know, burnt my last candle and said my last piece, it did feel a bit more at peace, you know, so. That's cool. So I try and help other people go, you know, make that process a bit easier if they've lost someone but I'm still learning different things along the way how I can make it better for myself if I ever go through a similar circumstance you know that's so, awesome I'm glad mm. yeah I like that um, quote on the back of the t-shirt that's cool we actually for bloke basket we were thinking of doing a, uh, a don't read the comments no one steal that <laughs> Don't read the comments because it meaning like don't don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Don't don't read yeah. the comments. Don't look into things too much. That's another thing too. I think well, we're in the age of information and misinformation. Yeah, and a lot of people will just spend can go hours and hours and hours of going through a rabbit hole of yep. all sorts of topics. And mm. uh, when you get overwhelmed with that for much information, or if you're scrolling through your phone before you go to bed or whatever, what's going through your head at that point? Millions and millions and millions of different things. So. I've started to do the same. Anything, anytime someone talks yeah. about a divisive issue on Facebook or or, Comments, or, or something yeah, where people are really passionate about either side but won't give each other the time of day to hear the other the other opinion, I just go, well, nah, yep, phone off, you know, going for a walk or a run or whatever, or chuck. It's a almost out. like people are cha- they chat they're channeling their frustrations through the comments. Yeah, absolutely. it's like all all the bad things that have happened in their day. They instead of going to the gym and releasing it, they can go on Facebook. And they can see something and have a perspective and sort of give an opinion, and maybe it makes them feel better or something. And what happens some kind of release. Corner and you've wasted five hours from, yeah. looking at, from looking at debates that you either it's bad that you either can't contribute to or that you just just reading endless and endless comments of yeah, especially yeah. when someone goes, "Oh, where'd you get your information from? You cocksucker! You're a right wing, oh, you're a right wing uh, information Nazi," and throwing yeah. all different titles out. And you think and. Depending on the topic as well, half the thing is probably not, no, not even that related. But um, yeah, yeah. So I think people obviously want to try and find out uh, what, you know, what's going on with the world. And but you got to now it's all it's all. Oh, where'd you get your sources from? Oh, is that genuine? Oh, so yeah, yeah is that how you perceive that bit of information? And it just becomes frustrating. Mm-hmm. No one's able to have a genuine conversation anymore. <laughs> no, mm. I saw a photo that someone posted recently, and it was. A picture of someone at the back of a bus and 
One was from the, I think it was the sixties or seventies, and it was people reading a newspaper and having a conversation and talking, yep. and then going back to the newspaper. And then it was like two thousand and nineteen or twenty, and it was people just head stuck in the phone, straight in their phones. No yeah. one's talking to each other yeah. on the bus. Whereas the old newspaper, it's like you know, oh, what are you reading? And but even <laughs> having no, a good old yarn with yeah. your neighbor, you know. That's the other thing too. Like no one's no one's even having a yarn. Like I've got a very good friend of mine. Down at Narrabeen, his um his uh housemate's been a bit crook and so he's been looking after his dog. Right. I was down there one other when um you know, so it's oh yeah, we'll go walk to walk the dog together and walk around the lakes or whatever. And I was having a conversation with him and uh he you know, he goes, hang on a second, I was like, Hey mate, how are you? Hey mate, what's going on? <laughs> like, oh, what else? He goes, Oh, I'd just take two seconds to say good day to someone and you know, awesome. spruce him up and I've gone, Oh, come on, fuck, when's the last time I did that? And then so then True within it, Yes. And so then within my spreads. Mm, so then within my uh uh, I've been doing like you know, cool. like an eight k like kind of walk every kind of four about four or five times a week. Oh wow! But every time I'm ever passing someone over now, g'day, how are you? You know, like what's going on? Yeah, you know, I saw this guy in his eighties mowing the lawn the other day. He waved to me first, and like, yeah, I'm like okay. hey, no, yep, g'day, you know, good morning, <laughs> hey, good day for the lawns or whatever. Like, literally just saying hello to someone as well, like another small little thing. I thought, it's that country vibe, right? Yeah. <laughs> Funny that that you go out to Maybe the middle of nowhere and everyone wants to talk to you. <laughs> That's right. In the middle of the CBD, yeah. mate. You get an Uber or a taxi. They don't want a bar of it. Yeah, no one's. I've had so many people that day. Yeah, that's mate, it. It's funny you mentioned ex- you were talking about the walking because that was my next question. How has exercise changed your life so far? Uh, I think. I think during the well during the first lockdown, um, I kind of I started I kind of started to assume the situation or kind of how the next kind of month a couple of months would plan out, which is never the case, you know, in a pandemic when it's all right, this is open, that's open, it's closed, that closed, whatever. Yeah. I was living in Colorado at the time, and I was working pretty flexible, but I was still getting a bit of a financial gain from the government. But um, I kind of thought, right, if I've got the mornings to myself, you know, or if I've or if I've got a couple of days off every week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk up to Long Reef Headland. And you know, go around the around the track in different spots or whatever. Try and do that as much as I can because I thought if I'm at home, I'm just gonna either start necking beers and just yep. to pass the time. Yeah. And you know, try and, and I thought if this gets any worse, I've got to try and keep myself doing things so I don't either sleep or do something stupid or just not become do any, on or, a slippery or, slope. Yeah, know. or just not do anything at all. So uh, for me. I usually, yeah, like to, I chuck a, you know, some either really hard energetic music on or uh, like a podcast on or whatever and, you know, go for a walk or a run or Good. or a bike ride and that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, even if, yeah, you come back and, you know, like... You learn to love it too, right? Yeah, like that's it's it. It's hard at first, yeah, but you learn to love it. Yeah. yeah, it's hard at first, but then eventually, you you know, you feel your groove and, yeah, you get into it or whatever. So, yeah. I started, yeah, kind of thought, well, now that I've got more time to myself, I'll have to use that time and if I can't find anything to do, I have to... Do I have to make myself do something, and then which is just burn energy, release some endorphins, and then that's an extra sense of achievement. You've won the day a bit more. You spend three, four hours or whatever, you know, going for a walk or a run or a bike or all three or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 rewarding. Yeah, you know, like I've started to. Hundred percent. The new place I'm in in Forestville now. There's a place in Roseville for those who know called uh, Davidson Park. That's the park under the bridge yeah. there. And um, Tony Abbott. <laughs> he's living the street next to us, actually. Yeah, I think <laughs> I egged his pool once. <laughs> Hasn't everyone? <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So I think it's it's half an hour there, but about a oh, good fifty minutes back or whatever. And uh, diet was another massive thing as well. You know, like you know, 
flick the Uber Eats off and all the takeout and shit. And, oh, delete, delete, and, uh, delete, yeah. Yeah, like, enough, you know, like I'm losing a fair They're bit designed of, for you to fucking keep pressing on, too. That's it, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just the height of our, of our laziness, too. Yeah. You know, like, oh, don't bother about driving down to pick up your food. Oh, just man. order it online with everything else being $2 oh. more expensive, then pay for someone to get it to you. We had an old neighbor in our last place, and literally I kept thinking every day someone was knocking on the door because the neighbor's door was so close, but... Mm. I, I shit you not, like every oh, single every day night. he got Uber <laughs> Eats. I was like, I hope he's like got some the bills that healthy well. place on yeah, that app yeah, because yeah. that's not good. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, yeah. So then, yeah, this new track I've been work, uh, walking up and down at uh, my new place. Um, yeah, you feel a lot better off for it. Like, sure, my legs are tired the next day or whatever, but you go, oh, that's a burn because I went out and actually did something. So, um, I think over the last probably. Yeah, two, 12 months, 18 months kind of thing. Exercise was a... I've yeah prioritized it and made it a bit more of a focus to make sure I'm always in a, a good headspace and not yeah. just sitting there, you know, just not being alone with my own thoughts because that's fine, but not just being alone and just kind of thinking, well, yeah. there's nothing to do. You know, I'm bored or I might turn to this or I might turn to that. Kind of thing. Every time I thought, I go, no, no. You know, like just get up, you know, just fucking get, get out. Put what the, kind, put what kind of music on. are you using to... When you go for the walks, what kind of music do you like listening to? Because um, obviously, for you, for your listeners out there, Tyson actually, uh, he's a producer and runs a record label as well. So, um, yeah, that's called Australiax, I believe. Australiax record. Records, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. I saw something on fa- on online today about you got an in- couple of international orders happening now. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's a couple of people. Uh, from the years from the US who uh, was buying a fair amount of stickers. So sweet, the, sweet. The stickers were the first sort of step. But that stone. music is what is that the kind of music you listen to when you're exercising? Or uh, yeah, that, that and similar. Fucking I think Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the time, yeah, I'm usually listening to a lot of metal, like a lot of speedy stuff. Okay, like, sweet. Uh, you know, like Vader, uh, Misery Index, uh, oh. Cattle Decapitation, oh. anything really hard, dark, and heavy that really, oh. really kind of yeah gets you somewhere. Especially we're a big a, we're big fans of metal here at Blog Basket. Uh, just so our listeners know, <laughs> yeah. we are. Yeah, me and Andrew have uh, yeah. yeah seen seen many geeks together and bang, yeah. banged many heads, drunk many beers, and yeah, uh, yeah we've yep. been to a lot of shows. So yeah, yeah, both similar kind of taste in music, but um, acoustically and electronically, I like anything that's really hard, yeah. dark, fast, and really kind of puts you somewhere. So yeah, I think with yeah with walking and running, especially having someone screaming in your face is almost like a yeah. almost like a bit of a motivator, you know? Yeah, like yeah. yeah, and then so hundred percent that really kind of uh, yeah pushes you, yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of metal recently. Or when I do weights with Jared, we normally crank like we just try and get all the old school stuff out. We'll go yep. through the '90s stuff, then we'll slowly go to the 2000s stuff, and then we'll start listening to more modern stuff. But mm. yeah, man, that's amazing. Um, mate, what do you think the I've this is something I want to talk to with everyone on the podcast because I want to get everyone's different perspective. Because I hate politics, personally. I hate... There's an old quote, don't mix politics and friends because it just creates chaos between people. Depends on how passionate the yeah. other person is about... I, I'm just... About, about I, I follow it a lot. I actually, personally, like reading a lot about American politics just because yeah. it's so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you, I'm sure everyone... Donald can, Trump is not yeah, finished. Yeah, He's Biden not finished Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. He's fighting the good fight. Oh, so mate, it's so him. entertaining. It. <laughs> it's like watching South Park or something. It's, it's so funny. Well, they did, they did the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, do you think the Australian government could be doing anything 
towards not just men's mental health but mental health in general because you know you see those ads on tv about quitting smoking and that but you don't see anything about mental health mm. it, again that kind of comes back to you know what people will will pay to you know get a message across as like yeah. I, know that, I know that in that man up show gus Wallen eventually forked out and produced a really good ad okay to um to demonstrate, you know, it's like, oh, it takes balls to to open up and, you know, to be vulnerable and that sort of thing, which, you know, and it went well. And I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that ad from memory before you told me about the show. Yeah. But it wasn't up for very long. Okay. It only played, oh, geez, I, I don't know how long, but uh, it was an important message and okay. it didn't get uh, the, much attention as it deserved rather than the brand new LG dishwasher from Harvey Norman, you know? Okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's a tricky one where... I would really like the government to put aside a budget for it. Yeah, but actually work towards it. You know, but yeah, I, I a lot of people, including myself, don't really. I'm not. I'm not a fan of you know Scott Morrison and a lot of other people in, in the political group as well. Like David Little, proud is that you know very little to be proud of, and I'll say that yeah. passionately because I've done thirteen thousand k's. Of he's the he's the uh, environmental guy. Yeah, yeah that's was, right. Yeah, so I've done thirteen thousand k's of the outback in the last couple of years. And oh, yeah, that's an eye opener. When we thing. were when we were, when me and my dad were coming back from the big red bash a couple of years ago, when we were going through Walgett, Narrabri, everything else. Went through Burke. We we're going to go on a steamboat tour, and someone goes, "Oh, sorry guys, we haven't done the tour for the last three months because we need three and a half meters of water to to float it smoothly." But we've had under a meter and a half for the last couple of months. And the more people we started to talk to, then the more and then I started to um, really get intrigued about water mismanagement. People, uh, you know, in government selling off assets for profit. Yeah. Uh, the debate between um, China's ownership in a lot of farms and cotton farms and Cubby Station, like the fifty-one to forty-nine percent three-year agreement. Right. And that's where all our water goes up to, like in armored farms and water and, you know, and cotton farms and all that sort of thing as well, taking them from other communities. So yeah. A lot of it is very, you know, the totalitarian tiptoe, you know, mm. they'll make a problem. People will talk about the problem. They'll make a temporary reaction. Uh, they'll start spark a reaction. They'll make a temporary solution for it. And then something else will continue with their agenda. Going, hang on. That only temporarily fixed that for a minute. It's fucking, it's come back or we need more things to work on. So I, I advise to anyone listening to do a trip to the outback because i actually went with my dad when i was a little bit younger out to alice springs go out to a small community and talk to people yeah because it gives you it's it makes you understand this stuff absolutely you kind of have to do it before you know about it go yeah when you when you see it firsthand like it yeah because it's not like you live in a city you're not no one's thinking about a fucking country town like Mm. Oh, you got to right. go out there and actually, once you're there and you visit and you come back, then you have that perspective. What happened with the South Coast during the uh, New Year's last year? Everything was on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, Scotty from marketing fucking proposed a $2 billion um, <laughs> Bush Buyer Relief Fund. From marketing. <laughs> Never happened. Always kept yeah. talking about it. He went down to, um, uh, was it was it Cabago or Mogo, where everyone was refusing to shake the hand and, go, you know, and all that sort of thing, like expressing their frustration with him. He's gone out on a holiday in Hawaii. The rest of the country's on fire. Yeah. He proposed a $2 billion fund for it. Celeste Barber put $50 million towards um, the actual relief. At least Abbott's more fit to fight a fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But what was I mean, what, Mor- what was- Morrison's carrying a few kilos around. That's right. Yeah, the Pentecostal porky. I don't think he'd do well putting no. out a fire. <laughs> but that's what he said in the press conference. He said, look, mate, I don't hold the hose. I don't, mm. I don't mm. hold the hose. I don't hold the hose. That's your lead to saying, I don't That's hold the hose. Excuse. Like, fucking, yeah. I'm not taking any responsibility for it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. unfortunately... Oh, everyone- look, I'm sure he had his plans and stuff, but when your country's on fire, you'd... you'd 
think that if you had half a brain for PR reasons that you'd stay in the country. And just for general <laughs> compassion as well. Yeah. They've yeah. spent in the last twelve months during COVID. They've spent a billion dollars on advertising, on washing your hands, safe space, uh, safe yeah. distance, and all that sort of shit. Yeah, it could be going towards a lot more. It could be going yeah. towards a fund for our own, for men suffering from domestic or financial stuff, violence yeah. or abuse, or men that are doing it tough that don't get their say. Or any- well, that's the biggest killer, right? That's everyone's right. talking about. Everyone's worried about getting COVID and contracting a virus it's like bro what about the virus of your mind yeah exactly you gotta- what about that virus that's wiping out 40 people since march last year just in a small community yep. that we call the insular peninsula what a joke one person every six days i'm pretty <laughs> sure in australia Fuck, that was man. from uh yeah from the from the uh, pamphlet from the speak up mate conference that we went to Ricky shout Seuss. out to speak mm. up mate biggest thing coming out of australia right now is speak up mate which is an opportunity for men to get together have a yarn talk about their problems even go through some meditation techniques and stuff and tyson and i we actually went to one and it was i felt fantastic after there was everyone from about 18 to 80 and without giving too much away the first five minutes we were doing deep breathing exercises and i'm chanting and like afterwards the way ricky addressed the group and everyone's q a's after it was a really, really great environment, and even yep. in, even in that Man Up uh, show as well. When he goes out to see, is it John? Definitely check out Man Up, the show on ABC. Everyone go to the ABC website or on the iView app. You can you know stream to as well. Um, I think he goes and sees John, who makes Mate Helping Mate, and uh, that's cool. And then yeah, he's you know, he says he got bitten by the black dog or whatever. But one of his exercises is um, he gets all the men to stand up, and they're all grabbing their testicles. Oh, chatting. Then they say, now say to everyone how you feel right now. Yeah? And then they said, look, see, you've still got your manhood. You know, you've, you've got your manhood, but you're chatting like this and everyone's comfortable. You know, so That's awesome. So he said, once everyone's comfortable to talk about whatever they wish to talk about. As long as the guy next to you doesn't have a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's blokes and banter, guys. Not, blo- not blokes and bonus. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a, it was a, yeah, he said, as silly as it might exercise may seem, he said, you know, it's... Everyone's still got your manhood and you still talk about things without thinking like something's been taken away from you. So okay. I know that every time I talk to someone about uh, things that are going on or, you know, relative you know, subjects or whatever, it, yeah, it makes it easier. It makes it, you know, it just make, it does make it a little bit easier. Does. I, I don't, I know that, um, I don't know if you shame, mind me sharing, but um, Share it. Uh, when you had lost your mate, I think it was probably a year after, yep. I was, I was uh, finishing work and I remember you sent me a message saying, look, like I can't, something similar to like I had a lot of trouble. Something yeah, similar yeah. to like I can't move or I had a I lot can't of trouble. Breathe. And yeah. I said like, well, what, well, what's going on? Like, tell me what's going on. And I, and I said, right, no, nah, I'm coming up. I'm coming up now. I didn't really have a plan at the time, but I thought I have to go and see Andrew and make sure these are right and stay there the night, even if I don't, say, even if I don't say anything. At least I'm just there. That so, was a good. That was. I wasn't gonna. I was almost gonna say a good time. It wasn't a good time, but it was good in the sense that it made me realize sort of who true mates were and things like that at the time as well, because I had, I think when you go through all that adversity, it just puts a lot of things into perspective. Maybe things you didn't realize that were going on and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was cool, man. It was not, not cool that what happened, but it was the reason I say cool is because I'm looking at it in, I try and take lots of negative and turn it into a positive because you I mean, can always learn from any do, experience, right? whether it's good or bad. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think if you can learn, it's like in, in audio, we learn transducers. It converts one energy to another, right? That's it. It's like if you can convert that shit into positive yeah. shit, then I think you're on the right track. My my old, 
like Which I think by the way there's secrets to life there's yeah. secrets to life and, and some, if you sometimes use those tools yep. they're tools it's a tool belt and how big do you want your fucking tool belt to be how many different tools the more tools you have the more uh the more things you can get through that's it but i think another thing which i was thinking about on the way here actually is um uh so i've kind of wanted to this year uh be a bit more of a, a face and an ear towards you know people for men's mental health in the northern beaches of sydney and also just you know wherever anyone that i kind of come across but uh at being you know being that open and supportive for it I, it can throw a bit of balance off of things that are going on with you know with your with your own things as well so right. it's yeah it's it's not easy but it's nice to you know to be there for everyone else but it's or could also be a bit exhausting to mm. not wear it but to carry the torch sort of thing yeah like, so yeah. there's got to, it's 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 a fine line between looking after mean. looking after yourself at that point as well yeah and also making sure that everyone's right along the way which i think mm. In my experience and everything, last having the last twelve months, uh, yeah. yeah, exercise has been a massive one for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you release endorphins into That's your it. brain. It's yeah. dopamine, great way. I feel a whole lot better. I think yeah. for me as well, like eating, eating as well, like certain foods, like certain foods cause inflammation and yeah. Well, that's it, and that's all. Every, certain foods have got certain chemicals yeah. and nutrients and things, and you know, like that all gets you know, it, it, the it, most it, your gut and your brain processes it too. Like you know, so if you're if you're eating, you know, double quarter pounders every day, yeah. then you're going to feel rubbish all well, the time. It sounds so cliche because it's such a cliche quote, but you are what you eat, right? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. it's like even... And everyone easily falls into bad habits. I've actually started using antibacterial soap now. Shout out to Rear Naked Soap, Jess Wenzig. I buy my soap from her because I found out recently... You, well, I always knew this, but I just sort of delved into it more is... Your skin's like a sponge. It absorbs yeah. what it breathes in and sucks in what you put on it. Yeah. Any I chemicals and I, I I looked on the back of this bottle and there's all these chemicals that I I don't know what they are, and then my friend does like natural tea tree oil and goat's milk and stuff like that. Yep. And I'm like, I definitely want to rub goat's milk on on my balls, like <laughs> rather than rather than four three one and additive six three two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it cost me a little bit more, but. I'm supporting a good cause because she fights for the UFC Australia and she donates money to that. And yeah, so yeah, mm. I just, I think the, it's good to have those places. It's that just, you, I think it's a stepping stone of having a better mindset too. So obviously yeah. bettering yourself through, you know, better food and exercise and relief was, was one thing, but then looking into how you travel through, you know, society of the world as a consumer of products as well, then depending on how passionate you want to be about it, you can probably go like, oh, right, well, I'm now going to, you know, use this instead to stop using, you know, as much plastic or use you know, or, or start composting or, you know, start growing my own vegetables to save money or all that sort of thing. So, uh, I think, yeah, you can, you can weave into, you know, more points of self-sustainability and that sort of thing as well. But it's all, yeah, it's all stepping stones. But, yeah, getting your mindset and your headspace like... Uh, well off first, you know, then this yeah. is the most important thing. Then that's, Whoa, that's, your, that's your open book to start anything any other possibilities jordan peterson says uh he's a canadian clinical psychologist uh clean your room up before you criticize the world yeah that's meaning a, if you can't that's, that's if an, you can't organize a small space how are you going to organize the rest of your life yeah or or try and tell other people how to live yeah life. start with your room go and clean up yeah. the dishes that are on the bench make the bed you know it's very simple yeah those simple it's like throwing a stone in a lake it's a ripple effect there 
you Once start you- doing that stuff, everything else weirdly enough works out. Mm. Yeah. Actually, on that on that note, that was a, uh, another person I know. She um, during COVID, she said, "Oh, I've realised that you know everyone is you know just uh, you know texts all the time and uses emojis or whatever." Uh, there's a person from work actually. He said his nephew started going to pen therapy because he was so used to texting and using emojis, and then when it what? came to writing things on paper, he was struggling. Wow. So. That's hey, that's the world we're in for one. Yeah. But, but yeah, so what I was going, what, so then, uh, so what I'm getting with, with this that's other, with this other friend of mine is, um, she goes, oh, well, I'm going to start posting a photo every day for three weeks of writing one to ten, and no, sorry, one to a hundred and A to Z with my left hand and my right hand. Wow. And I'll post the results. That's awesome. And she posted within, within three weeks, it looked like she was ambidextrous, you know, like both sides were right. pretty uncanny. Well, but, practice uh, makes perfect. Right? That's it. Yeah. But she said, look, that was something that I just did. It was a small little thing that didn't take too long every day, you know, whether it's the same as like reading a book or, you know, or going for a run or whatever. Yeah. And she said, and that's now, that's just nothing that's just sharpened up on. And that yeah. kind of, I just kind of thought, well, geez, even simple things like that, if you, you know, sharpen up on them, like, or if you're doing like, you know, brain games or like math quizzes or little like different study notes or whatever you can, it still keeps everything sharp as well. So I think that's, that's, that's another important point that I kind of, yeah, thought about recently too. Mm. That's awesome, man. Mate, to lighten things up, just just because we're running out of time. Mate, do you prefer tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tomato sauce guy myself. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah. like the beef pie, whack, like four and twenty, whack the tomato sauce. Tomato one. sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice, absolutely. dude. Nice. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of barbecue every now and then, but uh, all right, the, the, the tomatoes. Yeah, you're stranded origins, on yeah. an island. You got a life supply of wine or beer. What's gonna run out first? Because I like both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna wine and dine anyone on an island either. So. That's right. Yeah. Are they long necks? Except or for pants? a coconut. <laughs> uh jeez, my island drink. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you at this point. <laughs> All right. It's gonna, something, it's something I'm not doing as much of now as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's blokes in banner. Uh, blonde or brunette? Uh. I'd go with my kind. I'd say brunette. Yeah, yeah. I'm on that page. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely on that page. Yeah, <laughs> love the brunettes. That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. As far as music pages, record label, where can people check you out? What's your link? So for yeah, the my the electronic kind of side of my my music, uh, uh it's yeah, it's called Australia X Records. Um, it's on Australia X Records uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Or AustraliaXRecords.bandcamp.com, and we've got all our releases there. Just did a big five year anniversary compilation with a lot of different artists from around the world, which has been uh having a really good response. A lot of people are buying it. A lot of people are sharing it, and a lot of people. That's awesome. Are, Still supporting it, yeah. It just started out as a hobby, and uh, it's grown into yeah a bit of a little small business almost. So yeah, it's yeah. done really well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, That's I think sick. Another side note as well. Uh, within the topics of men's mental health and well-being, there's um, so we mentioned yeah trademark the man up show and everything else, but uh, there's another podcast I've been yeah. It's really, really kind of like did blow me away. I'd say yeah, just really kind of blow me away because it's a kind of conversation you never really get to hear about. So there's one called uh, the Clink Real Stories of Redemption. Okay. This guy Brett Simmons, he's from the Gold Coast. He uh, 
without yeah without giving too much away, he's got a hell of a story. You know, he used to be a, a bikey sergeant, and now he's got a you know wife and kids and a strong. Can we find is the best platform YouTube for him or um, any uh, any podcast platform? So okay, I, cool. I, iTunes, Cast, Spotify, Castbox, Apple, Spotify, yeah, awesome. Apple, awesome. Awesome as well. They're, yeah, they are ridiculously heavy stories, but it's a very rewarding and humbling experience. I That's awesome. And, uh, He's really responsive with a lot of his uh, lot of his fans and a lot of people that want to reach out to him as well. Um, yeah, I've I've heard every episode a couple of times now and uh, it's just fucking phenomenal. Um, wow. So yeah, to ch- check out the clink. That's really... Certain. I'll be sure yeah. to check that out. Man, it's it's absolutely unreal stories. Mm. Yeah, awesome. And uh, to our bloke basket family, we will have a man called the Barefoot Dutchman coming onto the podcast tomorrow night for uh, 8 p.m we're going to do an episode together it should be up the next day uh yeah can't wait to talk to him he's been in the military he's going to be walking from Cairns to sydney in his barefoot with the guinness world records so can't wait to share that with you guys man, I can't and wait to tune in. man it's gonna be sick peace out everyone have a good night don't drink too much. Don't be an asshole. Be nice to the guy next to you. Don't toot the guy in the traffic. Take Love you Take an extra all. five seconds out of each day and just make sure that your, your mates are all right. 